Greetings, soul family, and welcome to the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. I'm Big G, one third of the podcast team. We also have Oshawa Nicole and Johnny Holmes II, aka Apostle. We thank you for tuning in as we embark on another cool ass journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. We are back with another episode of Cool Ass Conversations, the podcast. Yes, sir. And today's discussion is about authenticity. Mm, it's going to be a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll start as we traditionally do. If we have, if, that's only if we have a definition at the ready, then we can go ahead with that. If not, we can just jump right into the discussion. Mm-hmm. Certainly, because I think I got a phenomenal quote, I think that'll lay a nice foundation for where we can begin. Yeah, so we had, um, we were in, in discussing authenticity, I took it back a, a quick step yeah. to talk about um, being as children and what does that really mean? Because children are incredibly authentic, right? They're honest. They are fully expressed. They don't yeah. inhibit. Yeah. Not naturally. Not until they're conditioned to do otherwise. But mm-hmm. the Bashar quote um, says, "We that you are all children within. And to live in a childlike, not childish, but childlike way means to trust, to feel, to play, and to spontaneously create. We simply remind you that physiological age, though it has some symbolic reflection of experience, does not always in and of itself mean that there is not wisdom within those that are younger. I am still and always shall be a child, and I would never desire to be anything else, for it is a child that knows there will always be something new to learn. Nice. Yeah, And, and I love that idea of trusting and knowing that there's always something new to learn because that means you don't stop evolving right Mm -hmm. you don't stop expanding you don't stop growing um it's really really cool to you know there are people who are like well i got everything they they said now i'm done i just want to sit down now (laughs) (laughs) you know we we know people who live that way i'm a retired yeah Right, you know, retire. Yeah, oh my, yeah. Right, I got my idea too. Yeah, exactly. And and I'm out. And it's yeah. like, yeah. wait, wait. There's always so much more. There's depth. There's, you know, we were Dimensions. talking this morning. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, how many times have you seen something, or read something, or encountered something that years ago? meant one thing to you or you heard something in it and then you encounter that same thing years later and realize that there was more to explore about that more to understand that you're now in a different place a different level of understanding and you can see something beyond just what you saw in it before yeah yeah you know yeah you know uh i noticed that I was, when I'd be on Facebook, I get a lot of those memories, you know, how they, yeah. Facebook will put together something that you said or something that you did, and they'll show it to you for how many years ago it was. Mm-hmm. And I keep getting these quotes of mine from 2010. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it like, you know, it astonishes me. I'd be like, oh, this dude is smart. Like, who is this dude? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like he spent some wisdom. What is going on? Like, okay, right. I re- you know, did I say that? You know, and it almost sounds like somebody different. Yeah. And yeah. when I think back to where I was at that point, it was it was clarity, but through chaos. There was mm-hmm. so much stuff going on, and everything was about going inward for me. Mm-hmm. It was like that was my sanctuary because there was so much stuff going on. I kept going inside, you know what I mean? And not necessarily shutting myself off, but looking for my inspiration coming from within as opposed to without. And I think 
the reason that some of the wisdom that I was finding was so profound was because I was going into, I was channeling my inner being as opposed to looking for my wisdom to come or my, um, my clarity to come from outside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I can see that now looking from, you know what I mean? From, from that lens, you know, from the lens I look at it now, like when I was in, you know, I was in the receiving, you know what I mean? I was really right. in tune at that point, you know, and after time though, you know, you may, you talk yourself out of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah I'm just tripping. You know what I mean? And you, end up, you start getting clouded with all these other different things, but you know, I was, I think I was really locked in at that particular point. And then uh, I had a lot of focus. Yeah, and I had I some memories. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 yeah, I'm done. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I was just going to say, I've had some memories come up recently that were so relevant to what's going on now. And it's like, wow, mm-hmm. I, I put that out there in 2014. And today it mm-hmm. could not be more poignant. And <laughs> I even re created like a, a couple of times I had a, a memory come up that was I had just typed a quote and now and then I'll go now and grab it and make a meme of it you know I'll create an actual image of it and send it back out because it's like yeah y'all, y'all really <laughs> like this is really like this is really speaking to me right now and I know it's going to speak to someone else because it's just so you know poignant mm-hmm. it's like John um, was talking yeah. about earlier almost yeah. like having a conversation with your younger self. Yeah. Exactly. Like you put exactly. that out there for you. Like you're gonna need this later. So let me put this out here now. You know what I mean? Be like, you know, I damn so did need that. Like I appreciate that younger self. Like, right. Right. Exactly. Good looking. <laughs> you know, and I, they have a commercial with LeBron talking, sitting on the bed talking uh-huh. with his younger self. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, about a decision, a decision that I guess he was contemplating making, whether or not he was gonna go to the league or not. And uh-huh. he was getting ga- guidance from his older self, right? Yeah. But what I love about those types of moments, and I think because um, you were talking in our prior conversation about fifth dimension, which is why I mentioned mm-hmm. dimensions earlier, um, because when Cuz starts talking to me about these dimensions, y'all, I, I told her, I don't know what you're talking about. I do understand <laughs> right. that there are layers and levels of things, right? Mm-hmm. But But the truth is, when I wrote some of the things that I journaled back in, say, 2018, I just noticed my first journal entry. Um, mm-hmm. I noticed it yesterday when I was reading some of that stuff, even some of the things that I were, was writing. I wasn't writing with a, a clear understanding. Um, looking back, I can tell I wasn't writing at that time with a clear understanding of the now. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was writing at that time of the clearest understanding of my moment then. Mm -hmm. And what was so beautiful is that for me, I could see I was being authentic. When you brought up the childlike piece, the scripture references be becoming like a child a lot. But Mm -hmm. I've never seen it in light of being authentic. And I think that's a beautiful way of capturing children, because children, if they're nothing else, they are authentic. Yeah. They they haven't been molded and mm-hmm. you know corrupted and contaminated <laughs> with all of our ideas mm-hmm. and all of our limitations and all of our mm-hmm. what you can't do and and who mm-hmm. you can't be and how bad you are and how ugly and look at your face, look at your butt, look at your you know what yeah. I mean. So mm-hmm. so prior to all of the damage, that child is so authentic, and I mm-hmm. just appreciate you attaching that piece because you also got I think in that quote spoke about the creativity yes. of the child of that authentic state of being can you get back to some of that cuz for me yeah so when you are childlike it means that you trust that you feel that that's you play you and you spontaneously create yeah and that's where the magic happens that's beautiful yeah and and there's a, a couple of others that popped up here. Um, you know, when we act on our passion and allow synchronicity to be the beacon that guides you and eliminate, it, it illuminates your path. You know, mm-hmm. children are excited about life. They're eager to get yes, at it. Yes, they inspired. <laughs> yes. And they just, they, they leap into action. They mm-hmm. are not 
hesitant. They're not gonna okay. Let me let me plan. God, I don't I don't know if I can do this, but let me plan or this. You know, I mean, I'm not saying. I know I am a spontaneous planner. I love a well laid plan. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm excited about it the whole time. I'm like, oh, it's going to be great. Let's do this. Let's make sure. You know, because I, in any, I approach it kind of like um, like when I approach travel. I There are so many variables that can come into play as far as things that can happen to uh, deviate from the path. But I like to have everything that I know of to be in place so that at least those things aren't the most likely variables to fluctuate. Now that leaves me with greater capacity to respond to the other anomalies that happen along the way, right? So, you know, if I show up and I just happen to have no luggage or I show up and I just happen to have like, you know, if you don't have any money, okay, at least I know my room is paid for, my transportation is paid for, my food is paid, you know what I mean? Like I I like all inclusive, I like that that I call it door-to-door service. <laughs> I like yeah. having I like that too. Assurance. Yeah, that I'm going to have an amazing journey and my basics are going to be all right because right. I'm not putting myself so out there that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm at the whim of everything else that can occur. Um, but but it's good stuff. It's you know, good. I think mm-hmm. if I but, could just say real quickly, a point of clarification... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that people are not misconstrued at all. He made yeah. the distinction between childlike yes. and, and childish. childish. That's right. Yes. And I think far too often people of a certain age act childish. Yes. And try to misconstrue it with childlike. And that's like, right. no, nah, that's not, you know, to be playful and youthful in your mm-hmm. spirit is one thing. To be right. childish in your behavior, some completely different. So be Absolutely. so aspire to be childlike in your, you know, in your aspirations well, as opposed to being childish. Yeah, and I'm he sorry. also speaks <laughs> to the fact that even children have wisdom. You know that sure. just being a certain age sure. does not inherently endow you with wisdom. That wisdom Absolutely. is also evident within those that are younger. Mm-hmm. No doubt, because yeah. you know. In recent times, don't just watching the the news and CNN and stuff. You know, I mean, different things. I've seen, I've seen children say some of the most profound things. Like absolutely, like this child is like like the absurdity is obvious to even them, right? You know what I mean? And they and they spin it and they be so sincere. Again, they yeah, they they be so sincere and it's like they be taking some adults, you know, thirty forty years to grasp that concept. Yep. Yeah. So yes, yeah, there's yeah. there's a beauty there's a beauty to to the the purity yeah. of of children and the, so you know, that, I do I do have and a I got another question. quote. Uh huh. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You want to hit hit us with the quote before the question? Well, I think it might answer your question, but I want to hear the question. Oh wow! You ain't even heard the question. You think the quote might answer the question? She's so prophetic, y'all. I'm telling you, dimensional. Okay, so. The question was going to be, uh, or is, what mm-hmm. are the greatest challenges to our authenticity? Mm. And I would say trust um, and, and not understanding trust or the mechanism of it. Let me read this quote real quick, and because mm-hmm. I think it applies a little bit. And it doesn't mention the word trust, but it's you can't do this without trust. It says, to know yourself as fully as you can is to recognize you already contain everything your mind wants but doesn't know it has. Self-revelation, when you are yourself, the payoff is your reality actually already contains everything your experientially segregated mind thinks it needs to work for to get. Do I need to read that? Mm-hmm. I can read it again. Please read it parts. again. Yeah, I got, I got parts of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to know yourself as fully as you can is to recognize you already contain everything your mind wants, but doesn't know it has. So let's just break that down real yeah. quick, because when you when you ask what are some of the challenges, the only reason we would be challenged is if we believe there's something we're missing or something we don't have, or something we can't get, or something, some part we can't quite connect, right? 
And what I find mostly when I'm talking to people or, or coaching them or reading for them or teaching them is that they can intellectually understand a concept, but understanding how to apply it. How do we live this mm-hmm. is the uh, always the where the rubber meets the road, right? And that's what I've been cultivating in my own practice for the decades that I've been following this stuff is how do I go from under, from hearing it and knowing, oh, yeah, that's good. I need to remember that to I don't have to ever remember it because I'm already living it. If I'm always applying it, no one gave me instructions on how to breathe. But we breathe. We are expert breathers. Right? Yeah. And you know you're an expert because it it's just background to you. But the moment it has a challenge, <laughs> there is an impediment. You're very aware of it. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. You're alarmed. You start you start to question how expert are you? <laughs> well, no. yeah, but you're like something else is something's wrong. You mm-hmm. know, it's like your alarm system kicks in the gear. It's like this is a well oiled machine. This is never supposed to be without inter with interruption, right? It is never That's supposed right. to be interrupted. Mm-hmm. And the moment it becomes interrupted, there's a problem. So life is like that. Abundance is like that. Trust is like that. Success is like that. But we don't believe that it is. Trust is you like. Know electricity it's always flowing it's always in the air but it doesn't mean anything it has no value until you harness it and focus it until we can capture it in a pair of wires and send it up a, up a line and direct it into an appliance it, it's just a, it's just around you know and you don't even notice it but it's always there it's always in the air it's always available a little bit of distortion there. I don't know what happened, but um, I what I do love though is mm-hmm. that quote the, the the continuous theme from from the time of the pyramids: "Know thyself." Yeah, you know, so, and that that the portion about under once you understand yourself and who you truly are, you know that you have everything you need. I, I, I have to believe that they knew that then and that you know what yeah. I mean and that was yeah. part of why it was like you come here seeking knowledge but understand who you are first right you got most of the answers that you come in here to get already but yep. you could you you'll get an opportunity to you know unpack that you know we can help you unpack that but you got everything you need already understand that fact and then you know now we can uh do work on the levitation and all that other stuff like <laughs> yeah and you just remind me of another quote I, and again i cannot i've known i've known of this quote for so long i can't remember where i got it so it, it was either the celestine prophecies or the conversation with god or some of something like that back in the 90s when i was reading that stuff but mm-hmm. it says when you get the questions right the answers always come mm. And and it's interesting because when we hear something like that, your initial response might be, well, how do I know what the right questions are? Well, you really should analyze the questions that you ask because at the basis of every question is a set of assumptions. And so the way I understand that and the way I began to interpret the questions I asked once I encountered that quote was, when I'm asking questions with the fewest or no assumptions, then the answers always come because, or I get the assumptions in the direction of what I want. So when we ask a question based on a fear-based assumption that there is control, that secrecy is necessary, that I got to manipulate outside circumstances to make something happen. When we're asking questions based on the stuff that is not um, what I call natural, because that stuff takes a lot of work, right? We have built systems built on those things. Um, then answers may come back and they may not serve you as well, or they just may help perpetuate the premises that you have embedded in the question. So like your question, um, John, was, you know, how, what challenges, 
how do we deal with the challenges that come up or what challenges come up when it comes to trying to know yourself? Well, they're already evident in your world because you, we believe we're with so much willing, more willing to believe someone else's assessment of who they think we are, like our parents or our mm-hmm. teachers or our, you know, um, religious leaders. Mm-hmm. We believe who they say we are, but we don't ever seek to truly understand who am I really? What really does it for me? What really gets me to jump out of bed in the morning? What excites me more than anything? Um, you know, or who do I want to be? And sometimes I've been catching, so I have a couple of friends um, that I've had this conversation with in the last week, and they are what I call conscious creators. They understand, and they typically live from a perspective of I create my own reality. But even when we're going through our stuff, we find ourselves sometimes kind of at the mercy of life. So one of them was saying, well, I'm just going to wait to see how this pans out or what happens. I was like, hold the phone. I just heard you say, I'm going to wait for outside conditions to indicate what I want. And I was like, but the only thing you're really waiting for is for yourself to make a decision. You haven't claimed, you have not declared what you want. (laughs) So the universe is going to give you confusing experiences because you still haven't decided what you want. Like, what are you saying? Like, you better just you better figure out hey <laughs> yeah and and uh, my default has become in recent years you know when you got like oh i could do this or i could do this i'll be like mm, universe i want it all <laughs> i'm like oh. why do i have to give up something i want i want, oh, all I want the money and the trip i want the <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah absolutely and, and you can do that absolutely and it'll happen it will magically coalesce i'm telling you you cannot make this stuff up sometimes the things that have manifested in my life <clears throat> and then i feel bad about telling people things sometimes because it's like <laughs> it's, it's a lot stuff always happens <laughs> for you <don't> you? <laughs> we're always working out it's a daily occurrence around here <laughs> so it really gets my attention when something isn't and that's where my focus goes like oh wait this didn't quite work out I, and I had to uh, remind someone yesterday that you know sometimes when things aren't quite working out the way you expect it's your job to define that whatever is happening is what needs to happen so that you can reconcile with it let it go and allow the version of it that you want to come in maybe it's a necessary you know, uh, uh, deviation of the path. Maybe you just got to step aside this boulder so you can see, oh, wait, there's this other cool stuff over here that's actually even better than what I thought. You know, it, it, change, it shifts your perspective enough, but you still have to be looking for the evidence of things working out for you. I think, I think at the top, for me, there's got to be some identification. Um, I don't know if it, at the mm-hmm. top, but at some point there's got to, because like, as you were talking, even about the point where, you know, how challenging it can be to maybe even share how things are always working out for you with others, because, you know, when you see people or hear from others who don't seem to have things breaking for them hardly ever, like never, um, you know, it makes you, you know, maybe a little apprehensive. And then sometimes you may be even more inspired to share your mm-hmm. narrative. But I think regardless of what you share with them, I guess it always comes back down to the question at the top, authentic, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to be authentically you right. because that's only going to be an imitation. Exactly. Right. I'm only being an imitation. So if I'm trying to duplicate the manifestations that I see because the the the, the delightful, exhilarating life and world that she seems to be creating, as I mentioned to you in our pre-talk, I find myself now very, very happy for those that are doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But I don't get the joy from hearing what you're doing as if I need to be doing that. 
That's right. not where my joy comes. My joy comes from painting with these big brushes over here, right? Exactly. Or or not how about not painting at all? I'm 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 mushing this clay. That's where my enthusiasm yes. and my excitement comes from. Yes. So when you start talking to me, not you cuz of course, mm-hmm. but when when people start sometimes talking to us and they see you me mushing my clay, what you wasting your time? That's so boring. All day you just pushing that dirt, pushing that dirt, that wet dirt. <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. that mud, right. you're just making you right. molding mud. What, what's that all about? Right. Well, right. that is me being authentic to mm-hmm. me. And so at some point, I just want individuals to know, because this is where I got, where I used to be, I didn't realize how much I was, I had assimilated into this society and I was aspiring to be like Mike. Mm-hmm. And there were so many Mikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just... I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, uh, moonwalk at one point in my life. What am I doing? You must be like Michael Jackson. Too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I couldn't fly through the air. I couldn't moonwalk. I could stick my tongue out. There are some things I can do. I can go get a glove. <laughs> I can buy yep. a jacket, but I can't do all. That's because that's not who I am, right? Yep. And so yep. I I I so appreciate the eye opening and 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 awareness that comes with. Uh, being authentic because each child back to that each child when they get here they're not coming here in the door trying to sound like nobody trying to Mm -hmm. imitate nobody only after being here for some time do they begin to try to imitate and model what it is they see and so I know for me that's what was my biggest challenge I've seen so much been exposed to so much and most of my instruction and I don't mean this to say um, this happened even exclusively at home. It begins at home. I believe in all of our homes where the instruction starts the way it does, the school schools instruct us the way they do, the various religious organizations instruct us the way they do. My question is, are any of these systems intentionally encouraging us to be authentic? Mm-mm. I doubt. It. I don't believe. Yeah. It. I think they no. encourage us. Like in in the household, I feel like we look for a lot of duplication, right? Yeah. I named Com- my conformity. son after me because I think in my head I wanted another me, mm-hmm. to some degree. Not yeah. just an expansion sure. of sure. me, but even another me. A clone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because there clone. are also there yeah. are also people who won't name their children for days because they want it. They want it to be revealed who this child came here to be that's beautiful. in whatever I think way. That's beautiful. You know, um, I have another quote that, that speaks a bit more directly, which I think is great. It's another Bashar quote. It says, being your true self means you're operating on the highest frequency possible, attracting everything you need to continue to move in that direction. Yeah. So that's also speaking to the childlike state, right? Because children are excited they're like they're kind of like you know how pets are you can your dog can want you know it can come over wagging its tail it wants to play it wants to go walk or something and you take for a walk and and it wants attention and it will let you pet it as long as you're willing to pet it but the moment you're like okay I'm done the dog doesn't get mad take revenge it doesn't spit at you (laughs) you know (laughs) it's just it, it'll insist for a moment, but as soon as it realizes, okay, they're done, it go, it wags its tail, it goes off, and it does that's something, right. something else that's exciting, or you know. Now, 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 now my mama, my, my mama's Rottweiler rolls her eyes. I, yeah. She does do that. <laughs> she gonna roll her eyes at you once she's done, but she, you know, she is, she, she gets over it right away. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> it, it is not a lingering thing, and children are very resilient and yeah. and recover very quickly like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, that's good. You know, and so we we would benefit so much because like you know even when i encounter people it's like oh i didn't know you you know you swear you get i was like yeah i get upset but it's like 10 seconds and then i'm done i get it out i express i i you know whatever but then i'm done i'm over it because i know whatever i want is not gonna come until i focus until i shift my focus there so and i don't want this coming back later so let me just let me just eat this out now and then go be about the business of re, you know, realigning with my highest excitement. Sure, sure. You know? Still being authentic. 
But I love about something you said earlier too. Uh, you guys were talking to you were talking about planning, and mm-hmm. the beauty about uh, planning. I, I appreciate that part because for me, I wasn't. I don't think as much of a planner. Very spontaneous, you know, kind of carefree, take it as it comes type. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when it came to things like travel. Um, you know, you get to the airport, don't have your passport, you know, just little things like that. Uh, <laughs> little things know, that are very just, big things. Just little things. Minor mishaps. Yeah, yeah just little mishaps, you know, the, you know proper, improper planning. But what I loved about your offering there was that you, even with your planning, you're, you're not allowing the planning to encroach upon the freedom of expression and creativity. So if things were to take a, a swing another way, you're not mm-hmm. gonna, you might, you know, uh, I don't know, was that Lucy in uh, the Charlie Brown cartoon that used yes. to do the blah? You know, the, 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 <laughs> she'd do it one, like one loud and that was it. Just like yeah. you said, because it was real quick. She 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 makes this this clamoring noise and then she, you know, her face was closed and that was it. So I'm saying, if, if 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 something spontaneously swings uh, against the plan or makes us have to adjust or uh, adapt to whatever it was, it's not going to make me lose my mind because I had a plan. You right, know, I'm right. still free enough, flexible enough to, yeah. you know, recover. But the plan is beneficial because it keeps me, you know, and my things in order. So that's all. I just wanted to say that 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 there's so many things I think that might be assumed mm-hmm. in how, especially when you've been doing things for a long period of time, uh, it's just second nature for you. You don't even think about it, you know. But right. some some things, some of us have have never done. Yeah. You know? And so when you've never done it, it's, it's like that child, like the dimensions of knowledge and awareness. Yeah, I believe they have wisdom too, but but wisdom to what? Right. So like electricity, you use that illustration. Mm -hmm. I'm knowledgeable that electricity exists. I've seen the power of it and all of that. I even got jumper cables. But when I opened up my hood, my battery died. I didn't Mm -hmm. know which one to put on which the first time I did it. And I saw metal melt. Oh, no. Sparks fly. You know what I mean? And and, and I jumped and and scratched my hand. You know, I mean, it was just a big it was a mess because of the power that was present. that I had no understanding of. So I love the conversation of the childlike wisdom, but I also understand just like with us, you know, that's not translating to full understanding always. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what you embody for me when it comes to far more understanding when it comes to this fifth dimensional talk. That's why I like to hear you explain it in the layers that you do, because some of it I think you just, you know, matter of fact, this is that, and this is that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cuz, say that again. You know, so <laughs> right. I just want to break down, further break down to help translate that for me. That's all. Yeah, and I can I can lay that out um, just because we keep referring to it so people aren't perplexed about what that was about. So I recently um, listened to some material that I had encountered a few years ago. Um, and I mean, when I say a few years ago, like six or seven years ago, maybe even eight, and it's coming back now. And when I'm when I heard it in the last couple of weeks, I was just like, "This is so deep. This is so important for what we're experiencing now. This explains a lot." But at the time, I don't even recall hearing this in this in this thing that I watched because I was focused on other stuff at that time. Like it was sure. not relevant to my experience. This particular part of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let me just quick lay out the difference between dimensionality and density. You know, these are concepts that come up in metaphysics sometimes. And in metaphysics, mm-hmm. like I love how Bashar says, it's physics without the math. So, you know, we try to yeah. we try to explain it in a way that everyone can understand it. So I'm going to go learn some equations. Okay. So density is consciousness. Density is the frequency of consciousness because everything is is frequent is a function of frequency but dimension is a location it's an environment within which we project our consciousness so right now we live in a third dimension we live in a 3d world a three-dimensional world you know we have x y and z axes there's three dimensions that we work with and 
we project our third density consciousness into this three third dimensional environment to have a physical experience. Those are the requirements of physicality. But third density consciousness is fear-based consciousness. Three dimensions. So we're in the process of evolving right now. We are literally in the course of an evolutionary step. So if you can think back, uh, what was a hundred thousand years when we evolved from Homo erectus to Homo sapien, we are now Homo sapien evolving to Homo galacticus is our next evolutionary step. So that passage takes decades. It takes time because our consciousness has to improve in order for it to um, accommodate the physical experience or the quasi-physical experience we're going to have. So what that means is in three in a third dimensional reality, we can only experience 3D consciousness and maybe a little bit of fourth density consciousness. Fourth density consciousness is entirely unconditional love-based. And we're feeling that because right now as we try to move more toward unconditional love, and we talked about that in our last discussion, mm-hmm. it's, it's, we can see how all this th- third density consciousness, these mechanisms of manipulation and secrecy and control and, you know, and all those things don't work to support unconditional love, allowing trust, honesty, right? Right. So in order for us to evolve, we can't get to fifth dimensions, which is another environment. That's the next environment step because that allows us to not experience time in the same way. Another function of the three-dimensional space is that time is very linear. We can only experience time as past, present, future, now, now, now. We experience this as eternal nowness, but we're experiencing it one moment at a time in a progressive, you know, in a progression. So... Mm-hmm when we move to fifth dimension, we're going to have a perception of time across all of it, all at once. And whenever you're choosing, you're going to shift consciously and be aware that you're shifting to this timeline. Um, If you want to see how this looks, a really great way to experience it, there's two movies you can watch. One is Interstellar. Um, It might be a little bit tougher to discern. You might have to watch it a couple of times to really get it, but it's a beautiful depiction of fifth dimensional reality but another one is men in black um i think it was men in black three um jerry does that sound right with the fifth dimensional being he was so funny it was it's a great oh, way yeah. To yeah 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 with the uh, he, all the different possibilities and yes yeah. <laughs> so so this was a fifth dimensional being who was able to see all of the realities even if you watch dr strange like the infinity war movie or dr strange um, in the multiverse, there are all these versions of Earth. Uh, or if you're into the Flash, the Flash, they do a lot of multiversal stuff. But it's not as quite as fifth dimensional. But they it gives you an understanding of what that might be like, where you can see, well, on this version of the timeline, you'll be doing this. On this version of the timeline, it's going to lead to this other outcome. So that's what fifth dimensions will give us. But what what happens is when you're evolving from 3D to 5D in that regard, Consciousness requires an entire dimension dedicated to the change, which is the fourth dimension. That's where we are. We are currently in the fourth dimensional environment. And that means that we have access to both three-dimensional experience, very linear time, very fear-based concepts, which is why all this crap is coming out, why there's a war happening halfway around the world. That's everybody trying to cling to 3D, third density consciousness in a 3D environment. But at the same time, we're also having more access to a fifth dimensional perspective, which means that our sense of time is collapsing. We don't, we feel like everything is moving so fast because it is, but our linear experience of time is changing. We're having a lot less of it. So things that happened a week ago sometimes feel like they happened a year ago. And things that happened two, you know, or two years ago feel like they may have happened last week. Because, and it's funny, I keep telling people, like, even at work in a corporate environment, we have schedules, we have conference calls, people have to show up to the same place and do the same thing at, at once. And, and it amazes me that we're all still showing up on time mostly, but nobody knows what day it is. You get, you're like, oh, we, we're going to talk about that on Tuesday. And it's like, well, it is Tuesday. Oh, crap. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, 
like, no, it feels like Friday. <laughs> no one knows what day it is. And it just cracks me up. Even kids, like, it just, we're just feeling like we're just floating around in time. And the pandemic has really accelerated that for us. It has made time less relevant <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, I- and that, yeah, that functions to prepare us for a fifth dimensional conscious experience. Yeah, because yeah, a few days ago when I realized like it's Friday, like wait a minute, the week is over. Come on now, like it was just Monday. Like, you think, yeah. right? I woke up this morning and I was like, oh my god, what day is it? What am I supposed? Am I supposed to get up and do something? Like it took me a few minutes. I had to actually pick up my phone to figure out what day it was because it was just like, huh? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I do that. I do be like, wait a minute, hold on. What day is it? <laughs> okay, all right. That, that's what I thought it was. Like, right, right. <laughs> and it, I mean, I just chuckle. It's like this is really funny, but it's just becoming less and less relevant um, because we understand that it is not as um, fixed as we once thought it was. Well, it's now. It's, it's always regardless now. of the day. You know what I mean? Still yeah. now. We li- I always say we live in the eternal moment of now. Yeah. That's, that's a, uh, an interesting perspective because I used to be the person who other people would be like, what day is it? Right. And I'd be like, uh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Don't you remember? Mm-hmm. Now I'm the one like, what day is it again? <laughs> like, yeah. let me look at my, my now, I make sure all my watches have the day and the date. Mm-hmm. So I had to be like, oh, okay, it's, okay, it's, yeah, it's Tuesday. So I thought it was Tuesday. And that's yeah, funny. That. I stopped wearing a watch years ago <laughs> because um, I was working on not being late. So I always <laughs> felt like I was running out of time for things or getting ready for things and getting to things. And I'll never forget hearing Louise Hay say, "If you wanna, um, if you wanna stop being late." You have to do two things. Stop wearing a watch. Stop being worried about the time all the time. And two, stop um, saying you don't have the time. You got to start affirming, I have the time. The time is there. And it really works. And I have not worn a watch since. And it's funny because even if I put a bracelet on my quote unquote watch arm, (laughs) you know, I always had a, my watch was always on the same arm. Um, I, it just feels weird. Like I don't even like having thing on my anything on my wrist anymore because it's been so long since I've had something on my wrist on a daily basis. I don't wear a Fitbit. I don't have any of that. You know, I don't have a, have a watch or anything. So it's or a smartwatch. It's just really funny. And I, I so and I always chuckle a little bit when everybody's like, "Oh yeah, my watch or whatever." I love this watch, and I'm like, "That's so funny." I have not been so concerned about time, and that caused me to be more on time or ahead of time. <laughs> than ever before because I just stopped worrying about it and I was like oh I have the time the time is there and the moment I affirm that it it causes me to not panic I get easier about you know I go into more of a relaxed state and once I'm relaxed I'm more efficient and it's it's kind of like being authentic when we are our true selves I'm going to read this other quote that's perfect for this being true, being yourself is going with the flow and it will always take you precisely and exactly where you need to go because it's your current. So just like we were talking about electricity earlier, your current is your own flow, your authentic. Yeah, it's your frequency. <laughs> yes. And you know what that feels like? It feels good. It feels easy. It feels sustainable. It feels fun. It feels like it feels it feels totally it feels totally opposite because of getting caught up in somebody else's frequency and current. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's for sure. And it makes a stark contrast. Yeah, Yeah. and the more you practice it, the more the better you can discern when you're getting sucked into something that's not you. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Like, hold on. No, no, no. Yep. I'm not about to do it. <laughs> yep. That's why I always loved when you talked about the highest excitement and, and being in tune with how you feel, 
right? Because mm -hmm. when you are numb to that part, then going with your flow, identifying your frequency is a conversation that's going over my head, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm already in a rhythm. I'm already in a flow. I stay flowing, but whose yeah. flow am I caught up in? Right. And if I'm trying to, you know, maintain that flow, I can't tell you how many years ago I heard, I used to proudly wear the badge of being busy all the time. <laughs> yeah. Proudly. I had a big badge. I'm busy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then what you doing? I'm busy. Busy doing yeah. this. Baby. But you always busy. You always, that was the common, <laughs> you always busy. Right? right. And, what, and, and I mean, I would walk away with a certain degree of, of swag because mm -hmm. I figured I was always doing something, right? Mm -hmm. But it took at that point that in my in my eternal now, I was I was very confident in being busy. But as time evolved, as I evolved and time began to collapse for me, mm -hmm. I began to realize that I'd rather be effective. That was more important. Yeah. And I only could be that being authentic. Yes. Mm. That is so true. Absolutely. You know, I've, I've uh, you know, often been asked sometimes what you like. Okay, so what are the qualities you bring to the table? And and for me, sincerity always came up as the first thing that I would say. Mm -hmm. It's like no matter whatever else you can expect, you'll get authenticity or you know what I mean or a sincere <laughs> answer. I don't make yep. the you know, yep. to make you feel good or whatever. You know what I mean? You get you get me. That's the one thing I know how to be yeah. is my authentic self. And that that def I know that's an asset. You know what I mean? Yeah. No matter what else I know, being me is gonna help you at some point. Yeah. And for me, like one of my core words is integrity. Like if mm -hmm. I, I'm not gonna act out of integrity. I'm I'm gonna do the right thing and what supports the mission the team the you know I'm not going to you can always count on um me doing what's right now it's funny because that sometimes attracts manipulators true but mm -hmm. they are so out of integrity the contrast is always immediately identifiable by me now they might be a little clueless you know um, right. it's funny because I, I was talking to someone about, like, you know, narcissistic behavior, it exploits things, you know, and I, I, I used to always say, I can't stand it when people mistake my niceness for weakness. Mm -hmm. That's not it. Cause I will, I will withdraw, I will walk away, I will, you know, I, I will uh, um, end the transaction. <laughs> like abruptly like yeah we're not gonna do this you know right and i may yeah. not announce it i mean my action will announce it you know my action uh, will be evident but i mean i'm not gonna have a discussion it's never gonna be a negotiation about it you know the, because when people show me who they are i believe them the yeah. first time and and then you, you know if you keep showing me oh oh okay you're really committed to that great i'm over i'm yeah no thanks <laughs> I'm with me. <laughs> <laughs> right? When she done, all you see is her back. Like, wait a minute. Is it one when a woman's fed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, um, it's like Forrest Gump. Would he be like, that's all I have to say about that? Exactly. Gone. That's my favorite. <laughs> It was, it, I think there's a oh, it's a character in the Mandalorian. I have spoken. <laughs> my favorite, my personal favorite is Yule Brenner. So it is written, so it shall be done. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> like I wrote it down. See, it's right here. So that's it. We we done right. talking about that. <laughs> exactly. Like I have spoken. You know, all the whatever in the world, all the negotiation in the world, not gonna change my position when I order right on this topic. Yeah, that's cool. No doubt. That's and cold. I think I yeah. think that's the most authentic you can be. Like, hey, look, is it? <laughs> I gave yeah, you my <laughs> right. I told you where I was, and you were like in complete denial of that. So okay, or rejected of that. Hey, hey, cuz I think I'm gonna bite that Euro Britta, bro. I like. No, it. Yeah, it is, I, I so think I'm gonna go ask you the second time. Say, you, you see, I wrote it down, right? 
<laughs> Did you see it written down? <laughs> I'm not saying nothing else. I wrote it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wrote it down. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's done. It's done. See it? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I used to have, I saw what movie was that in? I want to say that was in, was it the Ten Commandments? It, I promise you, was, it felt like it felt was, like one of them. But it was so cold <laughs> to me the way statements like a king or something. Like, so it's written, so it shall be done. Like yes, you know, that's it. Like, and it's in stone. I can, hey, I, I, can, just, I can see Charlton Heston rolling his eyes yeah, and walking yeah. away right now. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's how you feel. Like, hey, look. Yeah. I wrote it down. It's that's done. Right. Discussion over. Like we, there's nothing else to talk about. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, but that's when, when I feel you are like secure with year. yourself. Yeah, but when you know who you are and you know <laughs> where you know, I know what I know what works, and it's like okay, this is now. I'm not saying that I I, I don't do this all the time because usually there's if there's some sort of you know I work I work in in roles that require a lot of customer service as well but that goes to an extent right at some point you're like okay we can no we can take no further action on this thing <laughs> right mm-hmm. like like we have exhausted all the possibilities because up to that point i've given you everything or accommodated <laughs> to the full extent you know that we can mm-hmm. take action on or we can do the rest is up is either interpretation or just taking responsibility for how we're responding to the thing. Um, and, and, you know, and, and it's interesting because um, I can think of one situation in particular where there was so much instruction given, but people were not engaging in the information that was provided. So if I sent you, you know, 50 emails and <laughs> 20 pages of pre-written content everything you need to know the document is called know before you go for you in an email like <laughs> i said that i read that, it that, i even put in little bites i didn't I put think it in cabinet, you know like, i think that's her version of so it is written so it shall be done like you see <laughs> But then there were phone calls. Hey, did you see this? Did you know this? Make sure you take care of this. And then people show up and they have done nothing with regards to that thing. And it's like, really? Hilarious. (laughs) Oh, that is hilarious. (laughs) Didn't he didn't even read the 50 page uh, document? I'm like, Look, had a she didn't be, I'm with like, me. did you read that okay, email I sent I you? I gotta take care of it. And then got there and just like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Wait, what? What? Hope I just started talking twice. <laughs> and she <laughs> yeah. will shake you down. She just shook you down. Did you read, did you read that email? I said, like, which one? You just sent me like 15. I, you gotta specify. Like, did you read them? You're supposed to read them all. Like, read all that. Look, I don't read nobody. I'll read all of nobody email. <laughs> Yes. I mean, because it's not like I should be colloquial. I'm not sending jokes and ads. It's all just direct to the point. I, you know, in a short of communicate, you know, succinct, concise communication. No <laughs> like this is very. That was just funny stuff. though. Was just... <laughs> it was like okay. I always like you know you know me. I be I read the last. I read the last one. I got it. Them twelve in between. No, I didn't get to them. I, I read that last one. Right. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> so. Yeah. So part of authenticity is also being responsible for yourself. No doubt. I think that's the part most people don't like about authenticity. <laughs> oh, I can present. Honestly, but I'm not going to take full accountability. Yeah, people going to project, but yeah, you got yeah. to you got to walk those dogs, as they say. See, you know? see, I think yeah. that's that's another one of them them maturation processes because that child, that childlike individual, probably, and I'm talking about the child, not the, the child childlike is. individual, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. right. But even even the child, the child, authentically depends on somebody to look out for them the child 
And I'm saying in their experience, they're they're depending at that at that moment of now in their developmental stage. But as they evolve into more of an independent um, and, and how they evolve into their independence. Cause, cause I promise you, I observe a lot of evolution, just, just things you probably picked up through your process that mm-hmm. is clear to me in the work that I do that a lot of folks miss those steps mm-hmm. and those steps have crippled them in their independent posture, which mm-hmm. when it comes to interdependence, now the relational piece, they really got some gaps. They don't yeah. understand how, what, what they missed. And because it's yeah. so many layers and steps that maybe they bypass, like, cause I only read the last email, right? You only come <laughs> right. prepared. You come to the relationship with the last email read <laughs> and you want to know why we having an issue. Right, right, right. That's my point. Yeah. So I hear y'all, but I just wanted to add that little piece. That's all. <laughs> well, that's real. That's real. That's real. And I only skimmed that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. But now I'm going to make someone else responsible for my lack of knowledge. That's the part. See what I mean? I'm that's, like, see, yeah, we're I'm not doing you. that today. Yeah. I'm late. with you. Yeah. I'm with you. No, I totally. I to, but see, when I when them, them sparks was flying up under that hood and I bought mm-hmm. the cables. And I've seen guys jump, do jumpers before. I've actually done it before, but I did it with the assistance of somebody that knew what they were doing. They told me to put the, this on that and the black on the, you know, this one didn't have the post, the colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, I used wow. to match. Right. Like you said, met, metaphysics is, <laughs> is, is the, the, the physics without the math, right? Or right. Yeah, right? that's what I said. Yep. Okay, so check this out, cuz. Here I was trying to operate uh, uh, the same type of science, but I didn't have the, the that knowledge, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's what's happening to a lot of us in life. We're 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 trying to do the metaphysics or the physics without the math. Yeah, we're trying to do the, the work without the understanding of what how to do it, and that's what I think you offer to a large degree. I know I say that in many ways differently, mm-hmm. but um, I just want to really be clear. That's what I see really standing out of your expression because you're talking, even in that example that was just provided, you're dealing with individuals, you know, who, yeah. who hear you, see you, but, but obviously are missing something. Yeah, they don't understand. They, they don't and, understand. Yeah, and, and it's, a, it's a journey, it's a process, but that's, that's also why I love how the chart says passion and excitement are a complete kit. <clears throat> When you think about something, how many times, oh, this is perfect. So you get something, say you get something from Ikea, or you get anything that requires some assembly. Some assembly is required. So life is assembly required all day long, right? Yeah. And you dump dump all the contents out. (laughs) (laughs) And you immediately, you're looking at the picture of the complete thing. Yeah. (laughs) Thinking you got this. Oh, I'm just going to get to build it. I'm just starting to assembly I put without, a couple of those together. Yeah. <laughs> without looking right. at any instructions, okay? Or uh-huh. if you looked at the instructions, that doesn't mean you actually read and comprehended Damn it. the instructions, Damn right? Yes. And, and I love how Ikea gets, they don't even give you words for the instructions anymore. It's just a picture and, yeah. and some, some magnified mean. parts. You know, this is this part that goes they here in this hole, like right? Just, just give me a general idea. I'm good. Because <laughs> they know people aren't reading this stuff. So it's like, we're going to make it entirely graphic for you. And yet, you know, Crazy. you still, right. The return department at Ikea is full of things that were either not put together properly. Yep. Or that broke in the process. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't tell you how many things. First of all, I can't. I I I don't like saying I hate much, right? But I hate people who try to assist me in assembling something. First of all, I don't build things; I build people. So when right. I when I take when I have the courage to build something with all of these pieces, please mm-hmm. don't start putting them together without looking at that manual. Please don't. Right. Please right. do not start right. connecting, moving stuff over. I need to make sure that I, first of all, before I start assembly, I need to make sure everything is here. Uh-huh. Because I've started assembling only to realize 
oh, that didn't get a they didn't I mean little wood wood pieces that were supposed uh-huh. to go in the connector, they did not <laughs> include. So right. I, I did all I spent all this time. And if I'd have just checked at the top, back to the plan, back to the preparation. If I'd have just made sure everything I had before I started the assembly, I wouldn't have invested all that time. And I probably wouldn't hate putting things together so much. (laughs) But that's just how I feel as a result of not doing it properly. But when I follow the proper plan and do it just like I'm hearing you describe it, I I mean the exhilaration, the, the, the joy. Of seeing what I accomplished, yeah. you know what I mean? Yes, yes. man. So yes. no, I just wanted, to, man. That's that's you. But passion and excitement are like that. They are a complete kit. Yeah, you just gotta apply follow through. Yeah, you gotta apply diligence and discerning. That's right. You have to apply trust that's and right. knowing that this is the way. I love that. I love that mm-hmm. quote so much. Is a Mandalorian. This is the way. <laughs> see, this, see, I'd be excited when I open that box. Mm-hmm. And yes. I trust the picture that this is the way it's supposed to be put together. Yes. That in words, it's, you know, this is this. We'll make those up, but you know what I mean? The, that picture is the general idea. Like, okay, this is what it's supposed to look like. All right, cool. I got it. Yep. My stuff still put together to this day. <laughs> exactly. And only and, a few extra you know, pieces. <laughs> yeah, and it's about and, and the presence of it allows you to continue to be present and experience the exhilaration of the you know the value and the excitement and the yeah, it's funny because even as I'm used to manifesting what I want. Like, like, and I don't say that casually because <laughs> there are times when I'm not getting exactly what I think I want. It's like, oh, okay, I either need to reevaluate what I want or I need to release some resistance somewhere. It's like, what am I resistant to here? But it happens so frequently that I'm, I, it's awesome. You You do get used to it. But the crazy thing about it is I'm I'm so much more frequently wowed by the manifestation because mm. it's still magical. It's still fun. It's still exciting. Each time. It's mm. it's still it's still it's like opening presents all the time. Sure. You know, mm. I, I somebody. Yeah, I feel like I live in, an, in a condo building. So there are five units on this side of the building. So sometimes I go downstairs and I open up the front door. And it's like Christmas on the doorstep because there's so many Amazon packages <laughs> for delivery <laughs> packages. Some of them have my name. Some of them have other people's names on them. But I just gather them all up and bring them inside, you know, so they're not at the mercy of squirrels and rain or whatever. But it's just cool because it's always like, ooh, what do we, what do we get? Like, sometimes you forget what you ordered, right? And you're like, oh, let's see what this is. Or it's something it's extra. Or it's the yeah, or it's the bonus gift, or you know, I mean, I don't know how frequently it happens anymore, but it's great when I can just send someone a present. I don't have to go out and buy it, you know, and run it her house or whatever. It's like, oh, let me just order this and send it to them on Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. and and then they just get a nice little surprise in the mail. Um, I also love that Bashar says excitement is the organizing principle. So when you can stay in a state of excitement, again, that's that being childlike, just being eager about life and, and in a place of wonder where everything is just full of wonder when you experience it. Excitement actually organizes the details for you. It creates the efficiency that you're looking for between for what you want and experiencing what you want. So the moment you ask, the moment you put the question out and say, hey, I would, I really want to experience this thing, then get excited about the the uh um the experience the of it the yeah. yeah the manifestation of it the actual delivery of it you know mm-hmm. and sometimes if it's for me if it's a little tricky where I don't want to I feel like I might have a little bit of resistance tied into the the seeing it done because sometimes we have too much attachment to the outcome so I would say back off that but just right. go right into Thank you, universe, for, for giving me everything. Thank you for delivering what I just what I need when I need it. Thank you for 
always responding to my request with a fully formed, you know, manifestation, you know, or if it's something like big, like, and I want this new job or I want this new salary or whatever, you know, just start appreciating what you have and everything that you've done so far and thank yourself right into the next thing. You know, appreciation is very powerful. <clears throat> yes. So, now looking uh, <laughs> at my digital Rolex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the day on with the day on it to remind me of. <laughs> In case I forget. <laughs> I was scared to look at my Fitbit because they she ain't got one. I was like, "Dad, I, I will not <laughs> be watching." Feel bad about that. I'm like, "Dad, let me take this Fitbit off." <laughs> I will. I will not be watching. I love my watches. <laughs> Oh, I know yeah. that's. I was just teasing. Hold on, I went <laughs> and I was out there. I got my four miles in early this morning. Oh, okay. See. Yeah, I just want cousin. I told her I've been out there these last couple. I think I'm gonna double down a little later on the day and give me another photo. The weather's good, so. But I got to bounce, y'all. I got some other stuff to get to. All right. Wonderful, wonderful session today. I'm, I'm looking for an opportunity to be as authentic as I can be today. <laughs> Absolutely. Who you are, and constantly ask yourself, you know, what it, who, what, what's the best, what's the highest expression of me right now? Mm-hmm. You know, how can I be my best self now? That's that's right. That's a, a good guide to lead you along that path. Keep yeah. it real. <laughs> yes. Well, grace Faith. and peace. We are yes. done. <laughs> we are complete. <laughs> and so it is. <laughs> wow we reached the end of another episode of the cool ass conversations podcast where does the time go well on behalf of myself ashawa nicole and johnny holmes the second aka apostle we'd like to thank you and we appreciate you taking the time out to listen Please subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media on Instagram at Cool Ass Conversations. So, until the next time, stay cool.